if you will turn with me. Lord, where do you want me to begin? Let's go to Matthew 12. No, let's don't. Let's go to Hebrews 2. Thank you. Lord, Hebrews 2. I'm going to begin. I'm going to read verse 8. It says, Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet. That's us. It says, for in that he has put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we see yet not all things put under him, but we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels. Why was he made lower than the angels? For the suffering of death. Jesus was not an angel. It says he was made lower than the angels for the suffering of death. Well, what is lower than the angel that suffers death? Man. Man is lower than the angels and he suffers death. So Jesus had to become a man. He said a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, that Jesus, by the grace, by the grace of God, something we don't deserve, something we don't deserve, grace. It says by the grace of God should taste death for every man. Jesus had to die. And he had to die a man. He had to die a man. It, uh, it says in Romans that by one man came death. That was Adam. By another man came the resurrection from the dead. And that was Jesus. Another man. A man had to die. Why? Like I've said a hundred times before, you can't kill a God. And a God cannot carry sin. Jesus had to become a man like us. Now, if you will go with me to Matthew 12. I can hear some of you saying, well, you've already preached all this. Yes, I have. And I will preach it a million times over. Why? Because you need to hear the gospel. The gospel. You know, Paul said that he went to, in Greece, he went to a place, Athens. He said all they wanted to do was hear some new thing. They wanted to hear some new thing. Give me some new thing. And you know what? You never change. You never change, and you never get it in your heart. We do the gospel over and over. This gospel has been preached in this ministry since 1981. All right, Matthew 12. If you will go with me to verse 38. It says, Then certain of the scribes and the Pharisees answered Jesus, saying, Master, we would see a sign from thee. But Jesus answered and said unto them, An evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign. And there shall no sign be given it, but the sign of the prophet Jonah. He said, for as Jonah was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. So shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Go with me to Luke 16. We are going to see where Jesus was headed. There is a physical description of hell, and it's right here. And I want us, as we look at this, I want us to realize that there are two different places a sinner goes. The first one is hell, Hades, what Jesus describes here. There is a lake of fire. It is not yet. It is not yet. But there is a lake of fire. And after we look at this, we're going to go look at it for a second because I want you to be sure. I want you to understand. The Lord wants you to understand there's two places that a sinner goes. And that lake of fire is there. The lake of fire wasn't made for man, but man's going to go there. But man puts himself there. 
We're going to take a look at that. But let's look at this first. Verse 19. This is Jesus speaking. Jesus himself, your Messiah, speaking. And he describes hell. This is not a parable. Can't be. It, it mentions people's names. It doesn't say a certain man. It mentions their names. It says, all right, and there was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar, a certain one named Lazarus. He has a name. Which was laid at his gate full of sores. He said, and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table, moreover the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died. Lazarus died. And notice what happens to Lazarus. He said, and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. And the rich man also died. And he was buried. There were no angels that came to pick him up. It says, and in hell, in hell, yes, Jesus is describing hell. Yes, hell is a real place. It is a real place, and you don't want to go there. It says, in hell, he lifted up his eyes, being in torments, and seeing Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham. He said, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. In this flame. So the man here, the rich man here, is in flame. And he said, but Abraham said, Son, remember thou in thy lifetime receiveth thou good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted, and you are tormented. He said, and besides all this, between us and you there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from thence to you cannot. And neither can they pass to us which would come from thence. And then the man said, and this is, this is significant. The man said, Jesus, describing the man, he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou would send him to my father's house. For I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them that they, lest they come into this place of torment. The man said, I am tormented in these flames. In these flames, he said, I am tormented. He said, I have five brethren that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. Do you realize in this scripture, these five men still have an opportunity? These five men still have an opportunity. I want you to remember that because it'll help you see the difference between this hell and the lake of fire. These, he said, I have five brethren. They still got a chance. Go talk to them. Go talk to him. Don't let him come here. A man in torment and flames, and what's the first thing he's thinking of? Please go to my brothers, that they don't come here. And Abraham said to him, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, nay, Father Abraham, but if one went to them from the dead, they will repent. And, the, and Abraham said unto him, said to the rich man, if they hear not Moses and they hear not the prophets, neither will they be persuaded the one rose from the dead. Who was telling this? The man that rose from the dead. The man that was raised from the dead. Now, I want you to go with me for a moment to Revelations 21. Because I've had people email me saying, Jesus never went to hell and he never suffered any flames. All right, Revelations 21. They said the only place with flames is the uh, lake of fire. I want us to look at it. Beginning Revelation 21 and verse 6. And he said to me, it is done. That's the Father. And what does he say? It is done. I'm sorry, it's Jesus. Jesus said right now, it is done in Revelation 21. So everything's finished. 
No more chances. No more chances. Jesus said, it's done. It's done. The Lazarus, that man had five brothers. They still had a chance. Here, it says, it is done. It is done. He said, I'm the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the fearful, and the unbelieving, and the abominable, and the murderers, and the whoremongers, and the sorcerers, and the idolaters, and all liars shall go to have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Do you see there? That's after it's all done. After it's all done. And who goes in the lake of fire? But the fearful, the unbelieving, the unbelieving. Folks, it's time to believe God. It's time to believe God. Now, we went to Luke 16. We saw what that hell was like. Now, we are going to listen to the man that went there and the man that went to hell for you. The man was in hell for you. I want you to understand that. Jesus did go to hell. He told, he told this, uh, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, he said the Son of Man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. And he also said in Luke 16, talking about Lazarus and the rich man, he said, the rich man said, I am tormented in this flame. Jesus knew he was headed there. He knew he was headed there, and he knew he was headed there for you. He knew he was taking your place in hell. Don't ever forget that. Don't ever forget Jesus paid in hell as you, as you. He was your substitute when he went to hell. He went to hell as you, as you, thank God. He had your sin on him. He had your sickness, your disease, your curses on him, and he went to hell as you. He didn't have to go there. He never sinned, but he went there as you. Now, if you would turn with me to Psalm 88. This is Jesus in hell as you. And you say, well, how do you know it's Jesus? Well, if you will look. Psalm 88, verse 15. It says, I am afflicted and ready to die from my youth up. There's only one man that was ready to die from his youth up, and that's Jesus. That's Jesus. Now, let's see the heart of Jesus as we read this. This is Jesus in hell as you. As you. He went as a man. He went with all the weakness of man. He went with all the, the torment of man. He went with all the sin of man on his body. It was a man. It was a man. Why? He had to do it as you. He had to do it as you. He couldn't do it as a God. That would have never touched him. He had to do it as you. Thank God he did it as you, so you don't have to go there. Psalm 88, Lord God of my salvation. Listen to that. Oh, Lord God of my salvation. Do you see right here, Jesus knows he can't do it on his own. He can't get out of hell on his own. He said, you're my salvation. Why is God his salvation? Jesus is there as you. As you, as a man, he can't get out. He said, let my prayer come before thee. Incline thine ear unto my cry. For my soul is full of troubles. That word is evil. My soul is full of evil. What evil? Your evil. Your sin. 
His soul right now is fitness, is full of your sin. He's there as you, paying for you. There's where your sins are, folks. Take a look at where they are. They're in the heart of Jesus. They're in the heart of Jesus. He said, and don't forget that. They're in the heart right now of Jesus. That's where your sins are. He said, my soul is full of evil and my life draweth nigh unto the grave. I am counted with them. I'm one of them. I am counted with them that go down into the pit. It says, I am as a man that has no strength. I am a man, a man that has no strength. He is not able to get out on his own because he's as you. He became as you. This is us here. He said, free among the dead like the slain that lie in the grave whom thou rememberest no more. They are cut off from thine hand. He said, thou hast laid me. Notice, he says, thou hast laid me. Thou hast laid me. Who's he talking to? He's talking to the Father. He's talking to our God. He's talking to our God. He said, you laid me in the lowest pit. You did it. Why? Because he's you. Because he's as you. The Father is taking you out on Jesus. The Father is having Jesus pay your sins, and you are, he is paying for them in hell as you. Is that wonderful? Is that wonderful? Is that wonderful? He is paying as you, and you didn't even ask for it. But he did it anyway. He did it anyway. He said, thou hast laid me in the lowest pit. Look at this, in darkness. In darkness. He can't see anything. It says, it describes it in other places, thick darkness. He said, in the deeps. What did Jesus tell the men? He said, the Son of Man will be in the lowest part of the earth. Lowest part of the earth. What's he say here? In the deeps, in the darkness. He said, thy wrath, thy wrath, thy wrath. You know, if you look that up, it's his hot anger. Thy wrath lieth hard on me. Thy wrath lieth hard on me. Thy wrath, Father, thy wrath lieth hard. Why is the wrath of God laying hard on Jesus? Because he's you. He's as you. He's paying for you. He is as you. Look at that man in hell. He's got your sin in him. Make sure you see your sin in that man paying as you. As you. You didn't ask for it, but he did it anyway. He said, thou hast afflicted me with all thy ways. Thou hast put away mine acquaintance from me. Thou hast made me an abomination unto them. I am shut up and I cannot. I cannot come out. I can't come forth. Why? Because he's a man. He's you. He's as you. He's as you with all your weaknesses, with all your frailties. He's as you. He said, mine eye mourneth by reason of affliction. Lord, I have called, that word is all the day upon thee. I have stretched out my hands unto thee. I have stretched out my hands unto thee. Will thou show wonders to the dead? He's dead. Shall the dead arise and praise thee? 
Shall thy loving kindness be declared in the grave or thy faithfulness in destruction? He is as you and he's asking his father, are you going to do this for me? Are you going to do this for me? He said, are thy faithfulness in destruction? Shall thy wonders be known in the dark? Jesus is in the dark. He said, and thy righteousness in the land of forgetfulness. But unto thee have I cried, O Lord, and in the morning my prayer, my prayer in the morning, my prayer will prevent thee in the morning. He said, Lord, why cast off thou my soul? Do you see that? Why cast off thou my soul? Jesus has been forsaken. He is in the lowest pits. He is suffering the wrath of God. He described it as the Lazarus and the rich man. He is in the lowest pit. Why? He's as you. He's as you. That's your sin he's paying for. Not his. He has none. That's your sin. Why, Father, have you put me here? He put him there for us. That is your sin he's paying for. Thank you, Jesus. He is paying for my sin right here. Thank you. I didn't ask for it, but he did it anyway. He said, he said, Lord, why cast off my soul? Why hidest thy face from me? He had to. God can't look on sin. God can't look on sin. He can't look on Jesus. Jesus has been rejected. He said, thy fierce wrath goeth over me. Oh, I'm sorry, 15. I am afflicted and ready to die from my youth up. He knew he was coming here. He said, while I suffer thy tears, I am distracted. He said, thy fierce wrath, thy fierce wrath goeth over me. Thy tears have cut me off. They've cut me off. Thy fierce wrath goeth over me. The Father's wrath is on Jesus. Why? He's there as you. He's there as you. He is suffering the wrath of God so you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to suffer the wrath of God. You don't have to suffer it one minute. He said, they've come around me daily. All the day is water. They compass me about together. Lover and friend as I put far from me and my acquaintance in the darkness. Jesus went there for you. He went to hell as you. He paid for everything you have ever done and will do, hopefully not. But he has paid for it. And three days later, three days, just like Jesus told the Pharisees and the Sadducees, three days he's going to be in the heart of the earth. But after three days, he's coming out. The Father will be satisfied. The Father will be satisfied with what Jesus did in hell as you. So the Father will be satisfied for you. The Father is satisfied for you. And he raised Jesus from the dead. He raised him from the dead. That power that God had, the same power that created the world, the same power that parted the Red Sea, the same power that stopped the world from spinning is the same power that went down and got Jesus out of hell. And the only way Jesus could come out of hell was everything that you had ever done had been forgiven, 
had been paid for. He went as you, and it's been paid for, and you don't have to go there. You don't have to go to hell, and you don't have to go to the lake of fire. And you know what? The only thing that is required of you to miss it is to believe it. Hallelujah. That is the only thing required of you is to believe it, to believe it, to accept that Jesus did that for you, to accept that the Father raised him from the dead with you. Your sins have been paid for. They have been paid for. Your sicknesses, your diseases, your curses, your poverty, your security has been paid for and paid for dearly. It is for you. You didn't ask for it, but he did it anyway. Receive it. Believe it. Accept it. And the first thing to do that with is Jesus said, you must be born again. And how are you born again? You believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead for you. And you speak it with your mouth. You call on his name and you will be saved. You will be. You will be. Jesus didn't pay all that and then you miss it or he says no when you come to him. That would be ridiculous to pay all that and then to turn you away. He will never turn you away. Call in his name and you will be saved. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.